We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. My dear one, my darling, my sweet thing, I hope you're feeling solid and centered and peaceful within yourself. You know, I was talking to a friend the other day and, and she wasn't feeling so solid, centered or peaceful. She was, Tammy, I'm just so afraid about all the insanity and darkness that's happening in our world. She went on to have a conversation about the evil that is occurring and that she wants to lift up humanity and bring light into these dark places. But my sense was that she was doing this from a place of separation and fear. And then she asked me a question, Tammy, do you believe evil exists? haven't actually had this conversation before, but I was willing to embark upon it. I said, you know, I do. I believe evil exists. I'm not going to deny that. But I believe that evil is temporary. It's an ingredient that we are given on this planet to experience this reality of free will and choice. It is a planet of duality from the darkest dark to the lightest light. She goes, well, do you believe in evil entities? Hmm. I'm sure there are disincarnate beings that are up to no good, that are out, you know, just for themselves and want to be in control or in power. But uh, it's not the playground that I want to play on. In the past, I was afraid. And I do believe that was part of the reason I attracted so many what seemed to be evil people and situations. There are people that are just disconnected from love and from light. So it has been said, dark does not exist. It is the absence of light. We can study light, but we can't study darkness. My feeling and thought and belief is that evil does not exist. It is the absence of love. There is perceived evil in this world. There is the experience of separation and disconnection, but the truest truth is the bottom line is that there is only love. There is God. And just like Lucifer wanted to fork off and do his own thing and be the demigod of his reality, and just like Adam and Eve decided to take a bite of the apple so that they could go off and have their adventures of being godlike, we get to have this experience. We get the freedom to experience and explore our personal power. And from this posture, we can choose either good or the absence of good. From my perspective, if we boil it all down beneath the actions of evil, it seems to be one of these two things. It's about personal gain, getting what one wants and what they want coming from a very selfish place without any regard or concern to anyone else's reality. The second motivating force in the energy of evil is about power and control, being the ultimate authority in one's reality and getting other people to buy into that or having power over others. So if we're not willing to acknowledge or don't believe, not willing to surrender our control 
to a higher power, which is love, we will want to wield it for ourselves or maybe even give it over to another being or not so loving energy or entity. My sense is that evil is a necessary ingredient to exercise the energy and choice of free will. If we didn't have evil or perceived separation, it wouldn't really be free will, would it? Humans commit evil acts because of their humanity, because of perceived personal power or personal gain. So to me, what it boils down to is what playground do you want to play on? In the past, I played on the playground of separation. And um, it was it was fun for a while, you know, to be in charge of my own life, perceived in charge, perceived control. Let's see what I can do on my own steam. I moved to Las Vegas in my early 20s, and it was really fun to have that sense of freedom and choice. Nobody telling me what to do. I got to do what I pleased as I pleased when I pleased. There were no parents. There were no authorities to answer to other than my own. At that point, I wasn't really um, bowing down to um, spirit, to the universe, to love. So I got to be in the driver's seat of my own life for a while. And you know what? It was a lot of fun. I got to stay up late. I got to date musicians. I got to dress like I wanted, do what I wanted, work where I wanted, sleep in when I wanted. It was really a lot of fun. Eventually, it got to the point where life wasn't working that well. And I was brought to my knees. And that was when I turned my face to God. You know, that saying, there are no atheists in foxholes. When we're down on our knees, that's when we may be inspired to really have those authentic conversations and perhaps extend that invitation to God, asking for help or guidance or support. And I've brought, been brought to my knees more than a few times in my life. And each time I recommit myself to love, I recommit myself to God, I recommit myself to the universe. And the more consistently I do this, the better my life works. And I really think all of us as, as human beings are having our own experiences. We're in different places on the path where we are maybe a younger soul and exploring and experiencing our own personal power. And then many of us go through our dark nights of the soul and that helps us grow up. It helps us crack open. It helps us to invite the energy of love more fully and consistently into our lives. There are infinite playgrounds on this planet and we get to choose where we want to hang out. So my friend that was asking me about my thoughts of evil has gotten very involved with a few different organizations that are helping children that have been um, sex trafficked. I have great admiration and respect for her. And as we speak of this, she gets so angry and so fiery and she wants to defeat evil. She wants to fight it and she wants to expose it to the world. And again, I think this is noble and this could definitely be part of her contract or curriculum. I'm of the belief that I want to bring light into the dark places. I don't want to fight the darkness. I want to be the change that I want to see in the world. 
And it can be valid and it can be legitimate to have an energy of being a warrior as one of one's um, ingredients or I like to say sub-personalities or inner aspects. I don't tend to be a warrior myself, but I don't judge it. I respect it and I admire it. Although I have to say, it doesn't look like she's having much fun. She looks like she's very uncomfortable, very twisted, in a lot of pain through this process. But again, it's her choice. It's her playground. She gets to choose where she wants to hang out. So I don't try to convince her or um, inspire her to do anything differently. I have compassion. I witness in compassion. The thing that makes evil quote-unquote evil, makes sense to me in this world, is that whatever we do will be done to us. So the betrayer will be betrayed. The thief will be stolen from. The perpetrator will be the victim. The abuser will be abused. If you judge, you will be judged. You know that saying, all chickens come home to roost. In the end, there's only one place to go, and that's back to the heart of God. That is back to love. And again, the quote that I love so much, if you've ever hung up with me before, I'm sure you've heard me say this. Einstein asked us to consider this most important question for ourselves as the most important question we can ever answer, ask and answer for ourselves. Is the universe a safe and loving place or not? I believe that it is. The more I believe this, the more I know this, the more I have a deep abiding faith in this fact, the better my life works. It doesn't mean that evil doesn't exist. It means that it's just not a playground that I hang out on anymore. When I was disconnected and in fear, it was. Not because I was malicious or wanted to be dancing with the darkness, but separation can show up in a lot of different ways. Perhaps there are evil people that are malicious. It's about personal gain, personal power. For me and for a lot of people, it's just fear. And not knowing that ultimately we are connected and an aspect of love and of God. I think the journey of he the hero is coming back to this awareness. I think that's what awakening is. Waking up to our truest nature. I think this is exactly what the second coming of Christ is. It's waking up to our own divinity. And when bad things happen, when we see bad things happening, to me, what makes it make sense is that it's a karmic rebalancing. Again, what you do is going to come back to you. Say, for instance, one has abused animals. Perhaps they come back as that animal that is being abused. If one has um, participated in abusing or hurting or having power over others, they'll come back as that victim, be on the receiving end of the energy they have put out. You know, it's been said um, by a lot of people that have had near-death experiences when they do their past life review, they get to be on the receiving end of everything that they have put out, even if it wasn't necessarily conscious at the time. What we do will be done to us. And I think there's um, a pendulum that swings from one end to the other, this karmic rebalancing that occurs. 
And as long as we're coming from separation or fear or personal acquisition without regards to others, we're going to continue to come back and be on the other end and the receiving end of what we put out. So as long as we are in this posture of getting or judging or manipulating, we're going to come back on the other end of it, being judged, being manipulated, swinging back and forth from victim to perpetrator to victim to perpetrator until we can finally get to the place of awakening, of awareness, and understanding that we are the ones that are participating in this. We are the ones choosing the playground that we're playing on. And for me, as I have fallen to my knees with the intention to wake up, to forgive, to forgive others, to forgive myself, to get free, I think that's what's opened the door to this higher realm, this higher vibration, this higher reality of greater peace, of ease, of love, of beauty, of compassion. I feel like I'm spending more and more moments being in the world, but not of it. Remembering the higher truths and the energies, the higher, more refined emotions of compassion, of peace, of gratitude, of beauty, of grace, of mercy. And I have to say, it's working pretty well for me right now. And I like to have great respect for everyone, whatever playground they're on. And perhaps it's similar or perhaps it's not. I can listen and I can have compassion, but it doesn't mean I necessarily want to leave my playground. I like my life. I think it's working really, really well. Years ago, when I asked God, what can I do? What is my purpose? I want to be a helper. I want to be a healer. I want to be an uplifter. You know, I've written my self-help books, been doing the radio show. I was looking to hire a publicist because I want to be out there. I want to lift up humanity. I want to preach love. And what I heard so clearly was just be the living example of your beliefs. You don't have to go out and chase or do or save or rescue anyone. All you need to do is just be the living example. Be love. Got to the point where it wasn't so much about doing anything. It wasn't about fighting anything. It was about rescuing anyone. It was just about being the presence of love. I was like, really? Is that enough? I had grown up with the belief that I have to work hard and to be ambitious is a good thing. It's something that's very respected in much of our society. And it's funny how this whole pandemic has really, it seemed, um, pulled a lot of us back on our leash. And we're going to sit down and we can't run from ourselves. And it really did give me permission just to relax and just be love. I get to do the radio show. I get to do my Facebook lives on Monday and I get to spend a lot of quality time with my horses and being in the presence of peace and grace and compassion and love. And it's been an incredibly beautiful season for me. A friend of mine said something really nice the other day. I posted a picture of uh, this incredible sunset. It had been raining and cloudy and gloomy and windy all day long. But at the last minute, 
the sun came out and it was exquisitely beautiful. A friend of mine said to me, it's so wonderful how you're always looking for beauty. And it feels like to me at this point, I don't look for it so much as it seems to find me. I just keep my eyes and my heart open in this posture of gratitude and peace and love. Years ago, when I was still really trying to be ambitious and get out there in the world, a healer said to me, Tammy, your ego wants this big blow it out life, but your soul wants to go inward. Your soul wants God. And I was like, yeah, I want God, but I don't want to go inward. I want to be out there. She said, God resides in the subtleties. My ego didn't like hearing that. And I wanted to resist. And, and I did argue with her, but she got to be right. The more refined energies of, of love, compassion, of peace, of presence. It's softer. It's more gentle. It's um, grace-filled. And some of my friends, when I, I tell them this is an option, <laughs> they don't believe me. They want to argue with me. They want to go out there and fight the darkness. It's legitimate. It's valid. Maybe they're doing their karmic rebalancing because they were the ones that were doing those quote-unquote evil things in past lives. I just can't know. My teachers would say, give people the dignity of their process. Because each and every one of us have contracts with the divine, with their own souls that we can't possibly comprehend or understand. The most important thing we can do is just to take personal responsibility for our reality. What playground do you want to play on? Where do you want to hang out? How do you want to live? And I think it's important to figure out or consider what part of you doesn't believe that's possible. If you've created this idea, I would love this life of peace, grace, and ease. What part of you doesn't believe that's possible? You know, a couple of things that I've done in the past was create ideal scenes. And that's simply getting a piece of paper and putting a symbol or a heart in the center of it and write, I am. And then off of this, create these spokes, claiming whatever it is that you want. First person, present tense. I'm living in grace and ease. I am manifesting immense prosperity doing what I love. I am in this physically, vibrantly healthy body that maintains its optimal weight. I am, you know, it can be anything. I've created ideal scenes in regards to manifesting homes, manifesting vehicles, manifesting my husband, manifesting my vibrant health, manifesting my horse. <laughs> And then after we create them, just relax and get into the feeling state of having manifested everything that it is that you've claimed for yourself. And hopefully that feeling state is one of expansiveness, of joy, of maybe, maybe excitement, maybe peace, whatever it is that you want. Get into that feeling state, first person, present tense. Get rid of any dueling intentions. Get rid of any limiting beliefs that this isn't possible our blocks to manifesting the life that we want for ourselves are internal. It's not about the out there. 
You have so much more power than you think. Anytime we give our power to the out there, be it the evil in the world, be it I can't succeed because of the pandemic, we're giving our power away and we're a victim. We're navigating from separation. I like to say ego, edging God out, residing in that posture of separation. And I've been inspired by virtue of my pain to come back to the place of I go, inviting God only, living on my knees in, an, in alignment, in partnership and collaboration and conversation and communication and love with my creator. Often when things go so beautifully, so well, the glimpses of beauty, the the kindness, the sweetness, the miracles. I thank God. I thank God. I thank God. And then he, I hear God thanking me. Well, thanks for inviting me to the party. Not everybody does. I think a lot of people invite God to the party, but do you keep him there? Do you keep him at the table with you? I don't start a day without inviting spirit into my reality and ask and request that my path be made clear before me. The path that God would have me walk for my highest good and the highest good of all concerned. Another wonderful tool that we can use is the experience of gratitude. And yes, to be grateful for all the blessings in our lives and the lessons, the things that were even challenging. I can see how those quote unquote negative things that had happened, the evil things that had happened had supported me in um, realigning me getting me on the path that God would have me walk. I'd created my life from separation for a long time, and it was bringing me to this really dark place. As I got on my knees and started praying, I was being course corrected to this life of profound and immense beauty and joy and prosperity. All the heartbreaks led me to the relationship that God had for me. All the no's redirected me to the profound, resounding yeses that God had for me. Buying into evil, perceiving evil, believing in evil, it's not a bad thing. It's just not the ultimate truth. What is the truth that you want to live? What playground do you want to be on? And if it's one of more grace, of ease, of joy, of prosperity, of love, of beauty. That's what I want for you. It's what I want for me. And if it's what you want as well, I'm so happy to be on this path with you. You know, I think water finds its own level. And I say all the time, I want to attract my soul siblings. I want to attract my friends, my family of the heart and make the tools that have worked for me available to you. If you haven't already, I've created a book, an ebook, a free ebook on my website called Path to Prosperity, which is about removing the inner blocks, the inner blocks of unforgiveness, of fear, of disconnection, of hurt, of dueling intentions, of unworthiness, and opening more fully to your divine nature and receiving the gifts and blessings and goodness and grace that God has for you, which I promise you is profound. We just have to make the space within us to receive it, if that's what we want, because we get a lot of freedom, get a lot of perceived freedom on this planet. So what is it you want? 
And if you want more goodness and grace, I invite you to go to my website, TammyBPhD.com, T-A-M-M-I-B as in boy, PhD.com, download my free ebook. And there's a guided meditation there as well. And you can just relax and listen. It's about removing those blocks, removing those barriers, surrendering and dissolving your fear and just being able to relax and receive the goodness and God winks and grace and blessings that love has for you. So no matter where you are on your path, no matter what playground you're on, just know that I'm sending you immense blessings of peace, of grace, of compassion, of ease, of respect, and ever-expanding love. I'm incredibly honored by your energetic presence in my life, and I would love nothing more than to hear from you, if it resonates for you. Just be in touch and let me know you're hanging out with me. I love hanging out with Tony, my producer. He's a he's a sweet soul and one of my siblings for sure, but it's also nice to know there are other people hanging out with us. And to hear from you would make our hearts feel great. And <laughs> we want to know that you're hanging out. So just go to TammyBPhD.com or TammyBPhD at gmail.com and send me a note. And also connect with me on Facebook. Just either search my name or just go search journey to center or manifesting from the inside out. I'm easy to find. And uh, just know that I love you. I'm so honored to be on this crazy planet with you, this crazy ride. And uh, it's a joy. It's a pleasure. It's a privilege to be in conversation and communication with you. And I hope to hear from you. That makes this a lot more fun. So God bless you. Take good, gentle, kind, compassionate, loving care of yourself. And let's continue to journey onward and upward with grace, with ease, and with ever-expanding love. God bless you. I love you. Bye for now. 